Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you're tuning in. My name is Jonathan Torres Herrera, and you are watching the JTH Show. Today, we're going to talk about uh, your job and why do you feel stuck or why do you feel it sucks. But first, roll the intro. All right, so uh, today I want to discuss jobs and uh, how some people might be feeling. Um, but I want to say that, as always, I'm filming in, li in front of a live studio audience. And what I mean by that is uh, just my wife. Uh, let's start the, in, in case you guys see me turning, by the way, that way. It's not because I'm just talking to the wall, pretending there's someone there. Actually, there is someone there. I swear. I promise. Um, let's start with one of the most important points, uh, which is if, you know, find out if you have the ability to be honest with the most important person you need to be honest with, and that is yourself. It is actually not your children or your spouse, significant other, parents, or best friends. It's actually yourself. Uh, I truly believe that you can't be brutally, brutally, by the way, being the keyword here, honest with yourself, then you have no chance at even uh, uh, applying half of the pointers that I'm going to give you here. Let me also say that uh, this is not going to be for the, the, the individual that is already successful and super happy with the position they're in. And, you know, how they're probably even more successful than I am, which I don't know what that would mean. But obviously, you know, there's my, there not might be something, you know, something I can actually contribute to you of value. So I wouldn't mind if you stop watching. However... However, there's a lot of you and a lot of people that I know that should hear this, right? Because either I've, I've been told, man, I, I feel stuck and I'm, and I'm, of course, filming this out of an idea that I had that came from talking to two people over the weekend. And that is for people that feel stuck at their jobs. Most people, including myself, by the way, a long time ago, at one point, had trouble, right? admitting their their flaws their shortcomings out loud of course i'm not talking about talking about, you know talking your your flaws with with everyone in a room full of people i'm just referring to people you know to yourself being able to talk about your flaws with yourself uh and really really own up to them and that's going to be important and that is i think that's important in in many cases so that you can actually start moving forward with some some true personal development so That is something important that I want to make sure that I leave here uh, before we start. Okay, so back to the point. When I've been asked in the past for advice regarding moving up the corporate ladder uh, or finding a better job, I always uh, ask the individual that can be painfully honest with themselves. I ask uh, this be not because uh, I think the person um, can't necessarily be honest. I ask because I need it to be at the, at the forefront. When they're when they're trying to climb up these uh these corporate ladders, right? These famous corporate ladders. And I'm thankful that someone asked me this years ago. By the way, it's not something that I came up with. A lot of the advice that I pass on is obviously things that I've learned from other successful people. I was asked that once. You know, can you be honest with yourself, JT? And uh, at the beginning, I will admit that I don't think I was. I said I, I I said I was, but I wasn't. It took me years to to get to the point where I am now, where I know I have my My flaws, it's not, and I'm not saying this to be romantic or be cliche like a lot of people like 
people say, oh, no, I'm not perfect. No, I know. I actually know and I can identify some of my, my, you know, my shortcomings, some, some of the stuff that I'm not good at that I need to further develop. But a lot of them I've dealt with, I think, very successfully. And this is, you know, why I'm where I'm at. Uh, I want to quickly add a disclaimer that what I'm about to get into here is obviously not some magical uh, recipe for you guys uh, to fix your current job situation. I'm merely giving you and providing you with advice and tactics that, you know, worked for me at one point, uh, if you may. So, you know, obviously, you know, I don't, a lot of people may say, well, that's, that's obvious, JT, you don't need to say that, but I want to make sure I leave that on here. You know, I don't need, I don't need your, your money or anything like that. I'm not asking to ask you at the end of this video to click on a link to take you to a landing page. None of that. I'm literally out to give advice to people that like the, like the individuals that I spoke over with the weekend that look up to someone like me to get to where I'm at, which I guess begs the question, right? So where are you? You know, is it because you're a millionaire? I'm not yet, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay where I'm at. I'm, I'll share a little bit of some stuff that I hope to only have to do it once on here uh, to leave to leave it clear to give also some perspective to those people that don't know me. So I am thankfully at a position where I can comfortably afford to live on one income and have my my wife homeschool of our three children full time without needing that second income that you would typically need in a place where like where I live, which is like San Diego. San Diego, while it's not like New York City as expensive or I've heard or San Francisco uh, it's not cheap. It's not cheap in comparison to like some places in the Midwest to live on one income, specifically where like where I live and in in the home that I'm fortunate and love to live, um, you know. And it's all and it's all you know with me just being the quote unquote uh, sole breadwinner, right? Bringing bringing the money, um, and you know I don't do this by the way as a form of some guru service where I'm gonna ask for money from anyone. I don't need it. Um, so this is purely a hobby for me. This that you see here, all this tiny little set, um, this microphone, I bought it, you know, with the full-time job that I actually have, and I'm doing it more, more than anything as a hobby, something that I genuinely enjoy, you know, doing, uh, passing information on to, uh, to people like you, if you're still listening. So, okay, that out of the way, like most people, I will say that, I also had uh, my issues, like I mentioned earlier, and it wasn't easy, right? And it wasn't easy to get over them. Before I am where I am now, I actually used to live with pretty much my entire family in a 250 square foot area, living space, super tiny, maybe smaller than that, if even possible. And while that wasn't bad, you know, uh, we were all just really close. You know, it's, it's what I'm preaching, if you may, right now, I've applied it to my own life and it has helped me along the way, along with other factors. But my what I preach, I do practice, right? So we're clear with that. So let's get into the stuff that I feel you should ask yourself now that you've established, hopefully, that you can be brutally honest with your own self. Question number one that I have for you is, are you as good as you say you are? Today, I'm, by the way, I'm not looking this way to my computer. I decided to look at notes. Very old-fashioned of me. Um, if there was an anonymous survey tomorrow at your job and your coworkers were able to rank, you know, themselves and including other coworkers, um, do you feel honestly 
that you would come out okay? Do you feel that you would be either negatively impacted, neutrally impacted, or positively impacted, right? Where do you feel you would land there? Ask yourself that. I don't know. You don't need to tell this video. I can't hear you. Just ask yourself, okay? And if, and if you can answer that and you come out positively, congratulations. First question is done. A second question I have for you or for anybody that has asked me, including the people, again, I, I, I talked to this weekend, is at any, <clears throat> excuse me, at any point during the time that you have worked at wherever you work at, was there ever a, 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 a time that you were going to get fired or you could have gotten fired over something? Now, why is that important? One, because it hopefully will help you humble yourself a little bit into understanding that you have made mistakes. And therefore, if there's other people that have made mistakes, you'll be understanding of them. And uh, above all, my biggest thing is, did you take anything away from that? If you were ever going to get fired, were you able to take anything away from that? In fact, if you don't want to go as far as firing, maybe were you ever, were you ever demoted or spoken with um, about something that you messed up? Maybe you, they, they wrote you up or something, suspended you, something along those lines, right? Because uh, it's going to be important if you can answer that something was taken away from that as a learning experience. And then the last question I would have for you is, at what point did your job start to suck? Right? At what point did you feel stuck? I want you to answer that last question very sincerely and not just from a standpoint of, well, because this person and that person and everyone else's fault. I want you to answer it from a standpoint of going back and thinking, when did you, when did you, when did the job go from, I like it. I applied for a job probably enthusiastically to, I hate this place. Now, if there are some of you that are watching, there's like, well, I always hated this job. Then then this is not going to be the video for you necessarily. Because if you are, if you went into something negatively already, then, I mean, it's going to be really hard for the following pointers that I'm going to give out um, to help you, okay? I mean, they could, so I mean, you don't have to stop watching, but just just know that there is, there is some people that uh, I can definitely, I think, uh, contribute a lot to if they're not at a point where they're super negative about their job because they always hated it. Okay, so once you ans answer yourself, you know, those three questions... I want to go ahead and provide you with some pointers that I feel could help you because they've helped me and because other people have shared those pointers with me. I've applied them, maybe modify them, by the way, which is what I'm going to give you guys out here. And, and to be honest with you, a lot of people uh, that at least have given me the opportunity and listen and given me more than just two minutes um, usually keep coming back for more. OK, um, first, let me get a sip of this great cup here. That I want to give a shout out to a great friend of mine. He allowed me, uh, he gave me permission rather to give him a shout out by name. So Sven, thank you very much for this cup. Uh, it's a cup straight from Germany. It's a uh, Deutschland. I, I probably pronounced that wrong, but it's a great handcrafted cup. So let me get a sip of water. Ah, tastes so much. It tastes like Germany. Um, it doesn't. It tastes like fridge water. Uh, okay. So let's uh, move on to the, uh, the, the pointers that I have to excel, to help you hopefully give you the best shot of excelling at your current position. We answer the questions. Let's apply the pointers. Pointer number one, own your craft. I run right now a team of about 40 people, virtual employees, 
However, trust me, it's not any easier than having 40 individuals in a room. I'm not saying it's harder or easier, but trust me, it has its difficulties. And I pass this on to them all the time when I have my one-on-ones with them or I hire people and I, and I actually interview them myself is, and I ask, can you own the craft you're, you're asking to be given the opportunity to master? And is that your intent? Owning your craft is very, very, very important in, in your success. Uh, it, this goes back to, to being brutally honest with yourself, right? Are you as good as you think you are? Are you? Uh, if, uh, if you were, uh, hold on. If, um, if what you were doing now is something you enjoy, excuse me, and then you sincerely want to strive to perform the job at the best of your ability, uh, or at least within your immediate team, have you gotten to the point where you've learned and know everything about your position? Right to where people now, and what I determine, by the way, a master of their craft is someone that is consistently seeked for advice regarding regarding the subject. Right, we, you know, if you're in accounting, uh, hopefully everyone or a lot of people in your organization go to you, right, to figure something out, whether it's with the program or maybe a specific formula to you know figure out some type of calculation. Um, if you're in the plumbing industry. If you're in the cable industry, one of those special trades, I, I used to be in cable, by the way, uh, I, I really enjoyed when people came to me. And I'm not just talking about the brand new newbies. A lot of people came to me, even those that I sometimes started with in cable to ask me how to resolve a problem. Right. Because I always made a point of organizing stuff that I've learned before. I, I literally kept like a weird journal thing on, you know, just random thoughts that I that I would come across maybe later so that I wouldn't forget. Um, you know, I don't pretend to be this, this brainiac that I memorize everything with photo, you know, generic memory. I write a lot of things down. Uh, I always had a joke when I was, uh, in, in KY, I used to tell people, this is like windows, you know, 91, 92, whatever, whatever old model with this though, I make myself to be like the best win- version of window. Now, those of you guys that hate windows, you guys are going to make crack jokes now and say, well, that's why you're dumb. Because Apple's better. Whatever, dude. You get the point, right? Um, with this or writing notes like this, I can do almost anything. And you can too. Anywho, um, the second thing that I would consider you to be a, a master of your craft and knowing your craft is, are you considered in your organization when there's going to be new changes around your department? Are you someone that they seek to hear from? That's important. That means that you've contributed enough in the past where your opinion matters. And then uh, finally, uh, you have a lot to say about your position. That's huge to me. Someone that can talk about their job and not negatively. Because anybody can just bad talk their coworkers, their boss, their company. And quite frankly, when I hear people like that, I, I try to not to entertain them. Uh, I don't I want to be rude, but I try to not, you know, really sit there and go back and forth. Anybody can be negative about their job. Anybody can say something negative rather about their job. And what's important here and the point I'm trying to make is if you can sit with someone, someone like me, and we can go back and forth, uh, even about theoreticals about how to improve your, your job or your, your, your company, that's someone that I feel is a master of their craft, right? They have more to say about something they've mastered. Take it, you know, from people that have mastered really complex careers, you know, and, or gotten really close to mastering them, right? Like doctors, um, and scientists in certain industries, you know, they continue studying and learning because they want to go further. You know, they go to conferences. 
you know, you don't have to be a doctor or a scientist or an architect, but if you have something that you're proud of, you know, I used to be really proud about being in cable. I was really good at it. Um, my metrics, by the way, spoke for myself. Uh, I can sit there and talk to coworkers about, you know, the engineering of the, the current, you know, infrastructure and how it could accelerate. All right. So you get my point. All right. So the second point that I would give someone is observe and absorb. Okay. So I would recommend that you start working, all right, or you start adding more brain power to the environment you work around. It's, it's a really important. Uh, if someone is doing something that outperforms you or you feel that they're outperforming you, then your job is to focus on absorbing uh, that person's skills, right? Um, you don't have to get all crazy competitive. If you start watching someone that is maybe slightly better than you at achieving whatever it is that you guys work in, um, start picking that person's, uh, you know, skill set. Uh, maybe there's a good habit that they have that you don't and you, you're not thinking about it, right? They're not necessarily a competition and, you, you know, you're against them. It doesn't have to be necessarily like that. And I hear that often from people. I don't like so-and-so because they think they're better. Well, if they actually, if you sit down and you analyze them, you're like, you know, actually, I mean, I won't tell this out anybody out loud, but yeah, they're actually better. You have a great opportunity there, a fantastic opportunity. You don't need to be best friends. Watch them, watch her, whoever it is. Um, a lot of people consistently talk about moving up the ladder, right? I, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you guys watching probably work with people that, you know, say the same thing. Maybe it's you that say that, and that's necessarily nothing wrong with that. Um, however, uh, I often hear they, do, they don't have the slightest clue of how their environment works, right? Because they're not observing enough, right? Uh, you should always observe how the business operates at different levels. So if you're here, start watching how things maneuver. You know, I know sometimes, you know, things are kept hush-hush and you weren't, you're not allowed to sign certain meetings, but start watching the interaction of others around you, right? And start try, try to absorb whatever you can, you know, even if it's in bits and pieces. And then eventually, when you do make that leap, it'll be so much so much easier, right? And by the way, sometimes you'll discover that you don't want to do that leap. Sometimes you'll start learning enough information from the other levels or from the inside or whatever that you're like, oh, never mind, never mind, not for me. Okay, number three, learn to sell. This is uh, a huge one for me. Uh, it hits home for me because uh, I used to be uh, like a lot of people that I've heard that like, oh, I hate sales. Screw sales. Ugh, sales. And I discovered that, um, hell, I wouldn't be where I'm at if I didn't discover the fact that it was important to sell. And I didn't hear the, if I wouldn't have heard the advice from others, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at. Selling, it's important. Selling not necessarily products or services, all right? Um, it is the one skill that I truly believe everyone should uh, adopt. You may have great ideas. You may have great potential. People may tell you that you're going to be someone, someone, you know, somewhere someday. However, if you don't know how to sell to the right people, and you need to learn how to sell to different people, by the way, that's a different video that I can do on that, then you probably won't, will never be able to uh, really convince the people that have the power to pull you up, to pull you up, right? They'll just choose someone else to, to bring up with them because you have you have no way of expressing yourself. And part of expressing yourself is not just learning how to read, you know, and, 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 you know, use fancy big words. It's how to put together all that into a nice package and sell it to someone 
and someone receives it and says, I buy it. Let's go. Let, you know, you are my next, my next manager. You are my next director. You are my next whatever. It's important. Learn how to sell your craft. Learn how to sell yourself. Okay. Uh, I'll give you guys a quick example that I wrote on here. If you work at a company, right? I'll give you a very basic example. You work at a company. That company is looking to um, have an event where there's going to be T-shirts. You hear that the person in charge of the organizing the event is maybe having trouble finding a vendor for the T-shirts. What would I do in that scenario? You ask, I'll tell you. Uh, what I would do is use my free time, uh, including my lunch, if, if, if I can, uh, if I need to rather, and call three to five local vendors, right, or local stores, local businesses that deal with, you know, short t-shirts for corporate for corporates, um, get quotes with as much, you know, giving information that I know that I have, how many people approximately colors, sizes, as much as I can gather, right? It can be complex, but th that's why not everybody does this. And then organize those quotes, however I can collect into a spreadsheet and deliver that spreadsheet file to the person that I know is struggling. Now you can say, well, what if the person I'm going to deliver them to won't even thank me? In fact, that person maybe hates me because they know I'm after their job. Don't worry about it. The fact that you deliver that already makes you better than probably most people shooting for that position. Secondly, if a conversation comes up, and I want to say because of experience, it's not if, but when a conversation comes up uh, around uh, finding vendors or, or maybe helping you have an upper hand or at least some some um, some road paved ahead of you, you know, comparison to others that you can quickly take advantage of and say, hey, by the way, I actually shot an email to an example, Mary, uh, last year around the T-shirts and you never know who might be hearing you. And they might be like, oh, really? Oh, wow. That's wow. OK, cool. Great. Can you do that again? Right. It could, you have no idea how it can be the key to unlock uh, those possibilities that you probably have been dreaming about, but you just haven't been maybe creative enough, okay? Because you're not, uh, you're not maybe mastering the whole, the whole uh, selling yourself and stuff like that. Um, okay, so learn to sell yourself, and then learn to be resourceful. Okay, learn to be resourceful. Okay, um, your mistakes is my number five. Your mistakes are not. Um, just mistakes. They're learning opportunities. I know I'm pretty sure most of you guys, if you haven't, have already heard maybe that, oh, you know, certain people have to throw a history that they don't fail. They, they just have learning opportunities. That's actually really true. I've heard it a couple different ways, but it's actually so true. And I made it a point in my life that after I also, because I'm human, get over the fact that I screw something up and I'm like, crap, F this up and da 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 da. I actually try really hard on almost a nightly basis, right? You, and you can choose some time over your day as well to think about your day, think about the events that happen. And you can say, well, I'm a retired man. I don't want to think about work again. Fine. Then this is not the video for you. Okay. So for those that are still listening, so you're thinking throughout your day and you might, you know, yes, today is one of the days that I made a mistake today. Okay. Well, um, it's a great opportunity for you to dissect that mistake break it down and see how you can figure out a great way to learn a lesson from it and truly carry it with you for the next time. Cause it's issues that have come across even for me at work um, are not something that will go away. And never happen again. They happen, right? Depending on the environment you're in, they'll happen again and again. But the important thing is not that they're going to happen again. 
the important thing is that you know how you're going to handle them where they're not going to be necessarily a problem anymore. They're just an inconvenience momentarily and then, you know, deal with them, move on because now you are an expert and a master of your craft. All right. Uh, the last one is one of the most important ones for me. And that is networking, networking, networking. And for that one, I didn't even write any notes for it because that one should be natural to you. That one should come like some, my wife's really look at me like I'm crazy. So I'll, 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 I'll say this when I discussed this earlier with her. I understand that networking, networking, networking involves communicating with people. And I understand with that for you introverts out there, it might be something very difficult to, to accomplish. I really do understand it. Not because I was ever an introvert, because I'm not going to lie. I wasn't. But I will say this. Um, I have learned the value of networking. Now, what do I mean by networking? Do I mean, oh, I'm supposed to be friends with everybody at work, JT? No. Pay really close attention because I'm about to finish this video. You find out, <coughs> excuse me, that Mary in HR is having a, a party for his, her one-year-old. And actually, she's like, anybody that wants to come, come over. You also find out that the vice president of sales, which you normally never have access to, for some reason, is also going. You feel like you could be the next VP of whatever, the director of whatever, the next sales top executive level three, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. And you might start connecting the fact that that person can actually maybe give you a hand up or at least some advice on how to get to where he or she already is. Okay. So you agree to go to that party. You can say, well, I don't like people. I don't like party and I don't like children. Too bad for you. Cause you need to get your ass there to that party, smile, and then hope that you run into this guy or this girl there. Right. And you start breaking out a conversation that you find you have something in common. I've seen it happen. Uh, this is not just a story. It happened with me. I am really good friends with someone that brought me a really cool cup and we're not nowhere near the same age. We are, we didn't come from the same background. We just have a lot of things in common. And on top of that, we have very similar goals. Now, this is not the only time this, hap this has happened to me. I've worked with other people in other industries and in other companies where we'll get to talking at maybe a, a company picnic, at a lunch that we all go to, and we get to talking about work. Work leads to hobbies. Work leads to things that we have in common. And then, hey, come see me later when you have a minute. Normally, I would never talk to said individual. So networking, networking, networking is it's important. I know there's an old saying, and it's a little, um, I don't know, outdated, and some people feel like it's effed up. It's not, you know, they say it's not, you know, it's not who you know is, it's not what you know is who you know, something like that. Um, it's still very true. Maybe not so cut like that, not, you know, to where it's just who you know. You, know, you should you should know things too about owning your craft, remember? But it's actually, unfortunately, somewhat true still to this day. Um, and you should, uh, you should take it to heart. So anyways, guys, that's it for today. Those were my tips. Those were my questions that I would recommend you ask for yourself. If you have any comments, questions, you need to talk to someone, um, you know, leave a comment down below. I've always said it's not really hard to get a hold of me. Um, if you don't mind, I actually have another uh, note on here. Like and subscribe and ring the notification. It'll come organically one day to me, I promise. 
Um, but you see, I'm not doing this for that, so I don't even add it on there. I'm a horrible YouTuber um, or podcaster or whatever, whatever this is. Um, all right, guys, that's it for today. Have a great rest of your day. Um, until next time, see ya.